Thursday, everybody, and welcome to the David Glenn Show. Hope your afternoon is off to a fantastic start. We have some fun in store for you today, including the National Football League. There's a lot going on even here in the offseason. We will get, of course, to college basketball, big games this weekend, even some big games last night. We will tackle some NBA with our friend Rick, Rick Bennell from the Charlotte Observer. The Canes are back in action tomorrow night, seeking a return to playoff position. Last home game, by the way. I will see you there at PNC Arena tomorrow night. Canes' last home game for about two weeks. Six games on the road immediately after. They host the Colorado Avalanche, a really good team from out west tomorrow night. Did you know that sports tickets and the companies that sell them to people like you and me. Their CEOs and COOs and other decision makers are, as we speak, in front of members of Congress. Why? Because they've got enough complaints about how we buy tickets to concerts or sporting events that they called the decision makers onto the carpet. I'll tell you more about that story in the sports headlines today and even the national headlines, if you will. We have questions of the day that allow for your statewide participation as we come at you from the Tennessee border to the Atlantic Ocean and in every place you'd like to live in between. You can chime in on, among other things, these NFL questions. Who can translate the public comments of Panthers owner David Tepper, Panthers coach Matt Rule, and Panthers quarterback, at least for now, Cam Newton, regarding next season's Panthers quarterback situation. If you missed it, Cam had an Instagram video earlier this week that included him looking into a camera while working out and saying, I'm so comfortable being uncomfortable. This is easy for me, man. All I want is a little commitment, and you can't give me that. And then he added an expletive that I cannot repeat on the radio. What did that mean? What did it not mean? Was he talking about his workout? Was he talking about a commitment from the Panthers? He does have a year left on that deal, of course. And the new Panthers head coach in Indianapolis for the Combine, along with hundreds of players, including 13 guys from North Carolina colleges and universities. Remember, they've been there for a little while. But to this point, it's been all meetings, interviews, medicals. Now, starting today, it's the on-the-field stuff. So there are multiple players from App State, two from Carolina, two from NC State, three from Wake Forest, three more from the Charlotte 49ers program, all in Indianapolis as we speak, all trying to fulfill that dream of making an NFL roster. The draft is still almost two months away. But the combine in Indianapolis also – Lore's coaches, of course, and Matt Rule said, among other things, as the new head coach of the Panthers, that he is, quote, or he, quote, absolutely wants to work with a healthy Cam Newton on the Panthers roster this coming season. Who has a decoder ring? Who has that multilingual ability to translate David Tepper's public comments, Cam Newton's public comments, Matt Rule's public comments. You need a decoder ring to figure it all out. You can chime in on that in hour number one as we look forward to our guests in hours two and three. I have one more question for really all American sports fans, including those of the football variety. Did you know that a Dallas television station, WFFA, 
they're the first or maybe only media outlet that I'm aware of that actually filed a public information request to the Federal Communications Commission. This is the group that received the complaints about the Super Bowl 54 halftime act of Jennifer Lopez and Shakira and others that we all know, we discussed it in the aftermath, was controversial in the eyes of some. Well, the Dallas TV station put in that request, and eventually they got a whole stack of documents. In all, well, maybe what would you guess? How many complaints do you think there were from American Super Bowl viewers to the FCC complaining about the J-Lo Shakira halftime performance? As a reference point, Last year, and you know our country is filled with complainers, so every year there's going to be somebody upset about something. Last year, when, remember, it was Adam Levine from, was it Maroon 5? He was out there shirtless. His jeans were drooped down there way below his navel. Some loved it, some hated it, some complained about it. Last year, there were 55, just 55 complaints we are a nation of hundreds of millions of people. There are more than 100 million TV viewers of the Super Bowl over these last couple decades every year. Only 55 complaints last year for Adam Levine and his shirtless gyrations, right? The number, as you might have guessed, was a lot higher this year. Here's my question for you. As I actually have copies of many of the complaints sent to the FCC, and let's just say it is a lot more than the 55 of a year ago. Just for fun, wherever you stand on the spectrum of what's acceptable and unacceptable, remember, it is different than cable TV, right? This is, these are the nationally governed airwaves of our country. So there are standards, especially during family viewing hours, etc. And we had opinions all over the place after Super Bowl 54. We had almost as much commentary about J-Lo and Shakira as we had on the game itself. Here's my question to you. If you wrote to the FCC yourself while or just after watching J-Lo and Shakira's halftime performance, what would you have said? Some of you, I imagine, would have written to the FCC while applauding and maybe asking for more like that at next year's Super Bowl. Those who actually wrote to the FCC were much more of the complaining variety. I will read some of those examples as we welcome your calls. If you wrote to the FCC while or after watching J-Lo and Shakira, what would you have written? You can chime in seriously or with a sense of humor at 1-800-849-2761. We, of course, will get to college basketball. The most frequent question I get asked as a guest on other shows all across the country is the guy who created accsports.com a long time ago. It usually boils down to this. Why is ACC Hoops down this year? Now, you all know the theme of this show is that it's only the depth that is down. The top three are as good as anybody else's top three. So the ACC in basketball at the top is exactly like it usually is. This league is providing, with Duke and Florida State and Louisville, whatever order you want to put them in, is providing several of the higher seeds in this year's big bracket. So in that case, it's just a routine year for the ACC. We all know that with Virginia in good position, but NC State kind of right on the bubble, that there may be only four, maximum of five in all likelihood, and that is a lower number. League has averaged eight per year over the last four years. You'll, what is your answer to that why question? Why is ACC basketball down this year? I'll give you my answer as I have shared it elsewhere and as we have occasionally tackled it 
with the year with the league down overall. And beyond that, did you know that ballots are due a little bit more than a week from now? If you have a strong vibe about your ACC Coach of the Year, your ACC Player of the Year, those ballots are due a week or so from now. You can chime in in favor of your favorite candidate at 1-800-849-2761. I am looking forward to your creativity. If you wrote to the FCC after watching J-Lo and Shakira do their thing, what would you have said? 1-800-849-2761. I will read some. Let's just say they hit four digits. There were more than 1,000 complaints to the FCC after Super Bowl 54. So shout out to Dallas TV station WFAA for doing the legwork. Thanks to their legwork, we have a copy of many of those 1,000-plus complaints from 49 different states, including the great state of North Carolina as we come at you statewide in that regard. On Saturday, we have sitting NC State with the Wolfpack needing to show, yes, we can beat the teams we're supposed to beat most of the time. Got swept by the lowly Tar Heels, but host Pitt, later host Wake, the Pack still has that trip to Durham to, in the rematch against the Blue Devils, of course. Even if you don't win that, you got to show that you can beat the teams you're supposed to beat. Pitt at NC State, an important game for Kevin Keats for obvious reasons. Florida State has a shot at the first regular season first place finish in any of Leonard Hamilton's 18 years as the Seminoles head coach. The Seminoles visit Clemson, which is a good team, only around 500 record-wise, but a dangerous team that has already knocked off the likes of Duke and Louisville previously. Duke is at UVA. Can the Blue Devils look more like a team trending toward a number one seed than it did in those ugly losses by 22 at unranked NC State and by double digits at unranked Wake Forest just the other day. Number seven, Duke, visiting UVA, another, another of the matchups we're looking forward to in the weekend to come. If you want in on those NFL, college basketball, NBA, Carolina Hurricanes, or other headlines of the day, that's the number to dial. Darren Vaught is the producer of this program. Intern Will, representing William Peace University, will be the first voice you hear if you dial 1-800-849-2761. Who can translate Cam Newton's Instagram video, Matt Rule's combine comments, David Tepper chiming in as the Panthers owner, who can translate in all that into something that actually makes sense? You can be next if you can, 1-800-849-2761. I will offer my two cents on that, of course, as we welcome yours. And if you wrote to the FCC, buckle up, because I'm going to read some actual complaints to the Federal Communications Commission on the other side. If you wrote to them while or after watching J-Lo and Shakira do their thing at Super Bowl 54 in the halftime performance, what would you have written? We're dying to know. 1-800-849-2761. Next on the David Glenn Show. I would never be so competitive, so childish, that I would actually keep track of my record as a coach in youth soccer. I mean, that would be ridiculous. So when I think about my 78 wins, two losses, and four ties, <laughs> not that I was keeping track or anything. Stay with us on the David Glenn Show. 
really the, the only thing that really matters right now is getting him healthy. But I want to make sure I say I'm, I'm excited to have him here. And I want him to be here. I want to I want to coach him. I just have to make sure that the, the, the coaching part of it is to, to make sure he's healthy. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. That was Panthers head coach Matt Rule. Everybody's in Indianapolis. 1,300-plus media members. Lots of head coaches, of course, including the Panthers' new guy, Matt Rule. His two cents on the Cam Newton uncertainty and situation. We have some questions of the day floating out there for college basketball fans and also for American sports fans. If you wrote to the FCC after watching J-Lo and Shakira perform at the halftime uh, ceremony of the Super Bowl 54 event that we all enjoyed recently, what would you have said? Thanks to Dallas television station WFAA, we actually have copies of more than 1,000 complaints that were filed with the FCC. I hadn't seen this until earlier today. If you wrote to them in the moment, whether you were angry or excited or somewhere in between, what would you have written? You can tell us now, seriously or tongue-in-cheek, 1-800-849-2761. That is your ticket into the program. For the record, here are some of the things that poured in as we welcome your calls as well on Matt Rule's public comments on Cam Newton's public comments via his Instagram video recently. Who can translate all of those public comments from David Tepper, Matt Rule, and Cam Newton into something that makes sense? Was Cam really asking the Panthers for a commitment, or was he talking about his workout? Is he really frustrated as he uses the hashtag shine through the shade, or are we trying to overinterpret what he said into the camera earlier this week? Whoever has that Dakota ring, we need you today, 1-800-849-2761. And as you listen to these actual complaints to the FCC, if you wrote to them as a viewer of Super Bowl 54, what would you have said, 1-800-849-2761? Somebody in Spring Hill, Tennessee, as we come to Sharon and you, Will, in turn, Will, taking your calls as we speak. Spring Hill, Tennessee. I don't have a name with it, but I have a city with it. What in the name of decency was that? This is an actual complaint to the actual FCC, which governs, remember, our over-the-air network broadcasting type uh, outlets, not cable and other things where you see more frequently uh, more and more gratuitous whatever that you may like or not like. This complaint continues, I do not subscribe to the Playboy channel. We do not buy porn for $20 a flick. We simply wanted to sit down as a family and watch the Super Bowl. God forbid we expected to watch football and a quick concert, but instead we had our eyes molested. That's from Spring Hill, Tennessee. As we come to your might have been, could have been, should have been letters to the FCC, let me give you at least one or two more actual complaints filed after Super Bowl 54. From Croswell, Michigan came this one. Really? An R-rated halftime show? I chose to not go see the R-rated movie Hustler, but did not expect to see so much nastiness on TV. To bend over and show that thin piece of fabric between her butt cheeks, that really crossed the line. Croswell, Michigan, chiming in with the FCC. From Westport, Maine, came this one. As the father of two teenage girls, I feel obligated at this point to file a complaint as I am at my wit's end. That show, and that's in air quotes, should have been reserved for late-night cable TV. As a society, we're talking out of both sides of our mouths and confusing kids. 
And one more from Port St. Joe, Florida. J-Lo and Shakira are beautiful and talented, but the numerous crotch shots and the grinding on the stripper pole was beyond my comprehension. Why in the world would this be allowed on national TV where children and families all around the world are watching? There are a whole lot more, including many from North Carolina. Apparently, 49 states were represented, in case you were curious, as I was. Vermont, the only one of the 50 that had nobody sending a complaint to the FCC after Super Bowl 54. If you wrote one of those notes, maybe good or bad, while or after watching J-Lo and Shakira and that halftime performance, what would you have said? 1-800-849-2761. Todd will be first up on that question of the day. We also have College Hoops uh, questions lingering. I keep getting the question, why is the ACC down in basketball this year? The depth, again, is the only thing that's really down, but it is down compared to recent years. What would your answer be? And if you had a, have a strong feeling about ACC Coach of the Year or Player of the Year with those ballots due in less than 10 days now, uh, we'll take your input on that as I file, file my ballot soon. Todd and Kinston, welcome to the David Glenn Show. Rick Bennell later for the Charlotte Observer on the NBA. Todd, go right ahead. What would you have written to the FCC? Well, I mean, great show as always, Dave. I mean, I, you know, like these people are really surprised when they're going to have two Latin, you know, beautiful women during the halftime show. They're really surprised that there's going to be some, you know, skin and, you know, in that show. I mean, if you don't like it, turn the channel. I'm, I'm much more upset with the FCC when I'm watching Sports Center or something during kid-friendly hours, and my ten-year-old son is exposed to some god-awful horror movie preview or something during, you know, shows that are typically, you know garnered toward toward the family i would have much rather the fcc crack down on having commercials you know be compatible with the show that, that's being shown during that, that time did you do anything prior to the halftime performance i don't know how old your kids are or whatever did you say or do anything you know regarding hey folks be ready brace yourself for shakira and j-lo because you're correct like anybody who didn't expect something super sexy really wasn't paying attention, and maybe it's not your job to know what the theme of a halftime performance is going to be ahead of time, but anybody who did, who thought everything through, hey, it's South Florida where there is a huge Latino population. I once lived in Miami. I know from firsthand experience. It is Super Bowl 54 where J-Lo happens to have Puerto Rican roots, Shakira happens to be from the nation of Colombia. Like, these are not accidental decisions, right? It's, no, it's not mere coincidence they chose someone with Puerto Rican roots and someone with Colombian roots to perform at a Super Bowl in South Florida. None of these things are coincidences. And once you know there's going to be a Latina superwoman kind of surrounded by dancers theme, well, if you think about it at all, you know that sexiness and dancing is going to be a part of it. And you don't have to like it. You don't have to dislike it. That's up to you. But did you, Todd, have to uh, put up any barriers or, or post any warnings in your family room prior to the halftime show? No, I mean, my son is almost 11, and I told him there were going to be some performers during the show that probably, you know, we're going to have a lot less clothes on than what he's used to seeing. But, you know, just to you know, enjoy it for the, you know, for the, for the, you know, the artistic you know, value that it has, and there's nothing more to it. But I, like I said, I have more of a problem when I get up to go to the bathroom, you know, during Sports Center, and I come back and he's seen some preview for some god awful psycho killer movie. My wife's upset with me because 
I left the remote, and you know he's he's watching this while I'm you know out of the room. You know, it's interesting, and, and I'll get to some of these more ac- more of the actual complaints to the FCC. I appreciate you chiming in from Kinston, Todd. One eight hundred eight four nine two seven six one. If you wrote to the FCC after watching J Lo and Shakira and that halftime performance, what would you have said? If I remember correctly, and if you guys remember differently, please share. I don't think there was much over the top about their costumes. In other words, like there are a lot of people who are upset by too much cleavage, for example. That was not the case with J-Lo and Shakira. There are a lot of people who are upset with, you know, bare midriffs. That was not the case with J-Lo and Shakira. Actually, Adam Levine a year ago showed everything he could possibly show, you know, without having a G-string on. And the FCC got 55 complaints. It was J-Lo and Shakira, 1,300-plus complaints. I mean, maybe there's a double standard of some sort there. There wasn't really – I didn't think the, top, the costumes were risque. Now, there was more complaining about the gyrations and, you know, the camera angles sometimes, the crotch shots, as some called it. Here's another one from Fishers, Indiana. I am disgusted that this blatant erotica was allowed on TV. Shakira and J-Lo allowed to perform erotica during a TV show that is supposed to be sports, and that's all capitalized. Both songs and performance with their dance moves and all of the dancers. Also, we had to be subjected to a pole dance and pelvic thrust, both of those phrases also in capital letters, by them and their dancers on set. Is that a thing the kids used, Aaron? Unsat exclamation point. Even I know the translation. That would be short for unsatisfactory. Do you use that abbreviation? Unsat. I don't see no. that in any of your emails. No. Unsat. I don't even know if that's a more universally normally. I don't know. Normally, I'm pretty hip to the the universally used terminology. Maybe angry people writing to the FCC just abbreviate their complaint to unsat sometimes and those on the other end just know the translation 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program scott is in Asheville, north carolina john is in winston-salem north carolina you can be next with your answer to our college basketball or nfl questions of the day i'll let you know who from our backyard is there at the combine in indianapolis today is the day that on the field stuff begins so as we ask for decoder rings Who can translate the public comments of Cam Newton, Matt Rule, and David Tepper about Cam's future as the Panthers' starting quarterback? If you have such a decoder ring, please share it with us. And if you wrote to the FCC about J-Lo and Shakira, what would you say? They got a whole bunch, 1,300-plus of complaints that just became public thanks to a Dallas TV station. 1-800-849-2761. That is your ticket into the program. Rick Bennell later on the NBA. Back to your phone calls next on the David Glenn Show. Christian Leitner, thanks for joining us. It's been less than a week since the I Hate Christian Leitner 30 for 30. The final product of the movie was absolutely awesome. I love every second of it. Maybe I'm not seeing the same thing everyone else is seeing, but I thought the movie was awesome and I loved it. Keep it here on The David Glenn Show. Welcome back to The David Glenn Show. Rick Bennell on the NBA later. More of your calls now. If you wrote to the FCC while watching or maybe soon after 
watching J-Lo and Shakira's halftime performance, what would you have said? As it turned out, somebody dug up the number of complaints to the actual FCC. There were 1,312 of them overall. 391 references to the word crotch. Somebody did a document search and came up with that little nugget. No pun intended. 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. College basketball is always on our mind at this time of year. Why is ACC hoops down this season? I have, I think, a common sense answer that we've explored a little bit. But since everybody's asking that on every show I do for others on their sports radio shows and stations, We'll elaborate a little bit more on it. And again, with ballots due soon, if you have a clear-cut ACC Coach of the Year or Player of the Year, or you want to honor somebody else uh, with a superlative across our state in college basketball, you can do so at 1-800-849-2761. With the question of the day in mind, we have a decoder ring online. Who can translate the public comments of David Tepper, Coach Matt Rule, and quarterback Cam Newton? They have all spoken recently about Cam's future with the Panthers. Cam posted an Instagram video earlier this week while he was working out. It included the phrase, all I want is a little commitment, and not everybody sees that as a football-related comment, but if you read between the lines, it's not hard to see it that way. With a relatively new owner, with a brand-new head coach, with a brand-new offensive coordinator, and with no real promises that the Panthers are not going to cut or wave Cam Newton once they figure out whether he's healthy or not. Rob is in Wilmington and wants in on Super Bowl 54. If you wrote to the FCC after watching J-Lo and Shakira, what would you have said? 1,312 people actually wrote those letters. I have read some of them to you from 49 different states. Here's one more from Utah as we go to Rob and Scott and John. Jennifer Lopez's performance at the Super Bowl halftime show was extremely explicit and completely unacceptable for an event where families, including children, are watching. Her performance involved numerous shots of her barely covered crotch, but as she gyrate and and as she gyrated and made sexual movements all over the stage. I had to send my children out of the room so they weren't exposed to something. That's a note from Utah, USA, 1-800-849-2761. We do have many Americans who live in such a tunnel and in such limited circles that they really don't experience much beyond people who are their skin color, go to their church, know about their cultures. We have a lot of that in America, although we're a multi-dimensional multi society. I think there's a little bit of that in there in the complaint from Utah. Because, folks, again, if you didn't think there was going to be some Latino themes with J-Lo of Puerto Rico roots and Shakira of Columbia roots and the game being in South Florida, where in the city of Miami, seriously, 70% of the population is Hispanic. If you didn't think that there were going to be Latino themes with all of those factors in play, well, you didn't think. And if you did think... You must live in such a limited bubble that maybe you don't know that Latina-style dancing is going to be a little bit on the sexier end. It just is. That doesn't make it right. That doesn't make it wrong. And you don't have to apologize for your opinion. But at some point, keep in mind, when there are public school dress codes, little evil DG wished that my teacher, the, the prettiest ones, Darren, I wish 
there were no dress codes for the teachers. Man, I still have fantasies about Miss Campbell back in kindergarten. She was fantastic even while sticking to the dress code. I can still picture her. This is almost 40-plus years later. It was fantastic. In the case of public school dress codes for teachers or students, keep in mind, your kids got to go to school, right? By law, unless you're at an alternative-type school, you got to go to school. So your government is going to make rules with that in mind, trying to be receptive to everybody's point of view. Some are rooting for skin to win, as we used to say at spring break competitions, right? Others are saying, holy cow, we can't have cleavage. If you stare too long, you're going to go blind or whatever you may have learned at some misguided church about such things. They try to find a reasonable in-between, but for understandable reasons. Your kids have got to go to school, and we're going to try to find something reasonable. You and your kids don't have to watch TV. It's a, it's, it's a little bit easier to just either anticipate something you should have anticipated, given the context here, or change the channel during halftime, or not watch at all, or tell the youngsters that you believe are too impressionable that you'd rather than not watch the halftime show. Or do what we did in the Glenn household and just celebrate the diversity, celebrate the sexuality, celebrate the football, and celebrate J-Lo and Shakira for strutting their stuff in a way that they shouldn't have to apologize to anybody. You had the option of not watching, and that is important because in other contexts, like my example of you sending your child to public school, you don't really have a choice in that context. You have plenty of choice here. 1-800-849-2761. Let's go to Rob in Wilmington. You're next on the David Glenn Show. Go right ahead. Hey, what's up, DG? Thanks for taking my call. Sure, man. What's on your mind? So, so listen, man, I have two young sons, and we watch the halftime show. And uh, I, I've, me and my wife have been real strong with teaching our sons two things kind of in this area. Number one is uh, keep your privates private, which the show did. And number two, and more importantly, in my opinion, is don't be ashamed of your body. So I had absolutely zero problem watching that show. And honestly, if you were to ask them about it today, say, what was the, you know, the halftime show like? They would, they would say something along the lines of these two ladies were singing and dancing because that's all they got out of it. Right. Yeah, they weren't wearing all, you know, they weren't, you know, wearing full clothes, but they, you know, kind of goes along with don't be ashamed of your body. Be and their costumes, their costumes were not over the top. Anybody who calls up those photos, folks, yes, there was a lot of leg. I mean, but come on, you see that walking around in America every single day, pretty much everywhere you might live. Their, their costumes were not at all extra provocative. Now, the dancing was, but that's their style of dancing. That is their culture. It is celebrated that way. And it didn't bother me. I'm not Latino, but it didn't bother me if, if it's you celebrating the best version of you or your country or your family or your music or your whatever – it's not going to bother me 99 times out of 100, and that was the case here. Some did complain, Rob. I mean, you mentioned, uh, you know, a couple of your pointers as a parent. Some complained that too many camera angles, even if it was only briefly, as one or the other was sliding across the stage, some did complain that the camera angles were catching crotch angles, and that was upsetting to them. So, obviously, it didn't hit the radar of your kids, and that's good. But uh, that's a common theme in these complaints to the FCC that were just dug up. Well, like I live in Wilmington. I take my kids to the beach all the time. Uh, you know, some women at the beach wear less fabric than the top of an aspirin bottle. 
This and is nobody true. Nobody says one little word about it. So be proud of your body. They were proud of what they did. I'm proud of what they did, and I taught my kids that. And I hope they learned a good lesson. Thank, not to be ashamed of yourself like that. Thank you for chiming for chiming in from the beach. Does it say a lot about any of us as a person if we are cheering for the woman who wears the string bikini? or whether we are filing a moral objection? I mean, do we have to take a straw poll here in the studio today? Or are you just right down the middle? You just be you. I don't know. It's kind of fun. Variety is the spice of life. In Europe, they have nude beaches all the time. Nobody's dying. I not, but last I saw, they probably have more progressive and more healthy views towards such things as a result. You don't have to go to the nude beaches in Europe, by the way, Darren. They don't drag you there. It's your option. You can go to this beach. You can go to that beach. Some are just flaunting everything. Some are a little bit more buttoned up. You get to choose. A little variety. The spice of life once again. Scott in Asheville, you're next on the David Glenn Show. Go right ahead. Yes, uh, Mr. Glenn. Nice to talk to you again. I haven't talked to you in a while. Appreciate it. A couple things. First off, uh, the things that I find much more offensive than straight ladies on stage looking sexy is at 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon, my kids are watching cartoons, and Travada commercials come on and make the gay lifestyle seem so glamorous and so beautiful and so wonderful. I didn't even – what was the name of that product? I didn't even know what it was. I, I thought you were going to go uh, Hurricanes fans, and a lot of kids are watching those Canes uh, broadcasts. One of their main sponsors is for the modern alternative to uh, Viagra, I believe. So there's this – sexy, provocative blonde lady. Like, you can't watch a Canes hockey game from beginning to end. You know what I'm talking about, Darren? Do you watch enough Canes games to know? I actually remember there's like a water-themed commercial that is rotated through Canes games over and over and over, right? It used to be Bill Peters. Now I think it's our friend John Forslund, the voice of the Canes. So what are the things you know you're going to see during commercial breaks while watching a Canes hockey game? One is that water-themed commercial. And one is that drugstore that is trying to convince you that they're the best alternative if you want the modern alternative to Viagra because, Darren, they're going to charge you a lot less than you could get those if you need those little blue, blue pills at any point. You know the commercials I'm talking about? Can, can you picture the blonde lady in the bikini? No, I don't think She's no. on the dock. I, now, to, to, to your point, you don't I've, watch watched, a lot of Canes I've games watched on TV? way fewer on TV this season than I did, say, last okay. year. 90% of Canes fans know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. And to be honest, I'm, a, I'm slightly disappointed in you that you don't. Because you can't <laughs> watch the Canes regularly without this probably very nice blonde lady and she's just playing her role Darren she's out there in the sun in the bikini she's wearing a nice little hat in one scene but later later the camera is following her up the steps as she suggestively glances toward you is that offensive to Kaniacs whose kids are watching I don't know Uh, just a lady a lady in a hat and a bikini and I don't know maybe she forgot her cover-up she left her cover up up in the bedroom, and that's why she's walking upstairs and the guy with the camera has to follow her to make sure she doesn't trip and fall. That's, <laughs> that's how I would explain it to my young kid. <laughs> 1-800-849-2761. Doesn't she look like a nice lady? That's all I would say. You don't really need to go any further than that. John and Winston-Salem, you're next on the David Glenn Show. Hey, John. Hey, David, how you doing? Doing great, man. What's on your mind? 
Uh, I got two different questions for you. Uh, one is about Cam Newton and the Panthers. The other one is about Shakira and uh, Jennifer Lopez during the halftime show. Um, I'm 25, and I've grown up through the early 2000s where Shakira and Jennifer Lopez did their act, and nobody said a peep. Um, as, I, as I'm sure you well recognize that um, this is something that they normally do. I don't understand why people didn't think that this was going to happen. I think because they live in bubbles and they don't know how the world works outside of their bubbles. It's actually one of the biggest problems in our country right now. Like people just don't get it because they're, they're too self-enclosed and they just don't understand other people's ways and they believe their way is the only right way and they're not very open-minded or accepting toward others' ways. Now, my question for you is about that. Do you believe that a large portion of these people that have a problem with Shakira and Jennifer Lopez's halftime show act are the same people that had a problem with Colin Kaepernick taking a knee during the national anthem? That's tough to know, but it's possible. And by the way, you bring up an interesting point. I'm not sure of the answer to your question, John, but one more non-accidental aspect of J-Lo and Shakira do y'all remember that the, the whole Colin Kaepernick stuff and much more had divided some NFL fans on black versus white racial issues? So now you have this Super Bowl in South Florida. You've got 70% Hispanics in, in the city of Miami. You've got J-Lo with her Puerto Rican roots and Shakira with her Colombian roots. And one more way to get away from this black versus white angst in the NFL or in American society more broadly. I mean, we live in a country where the president called black men who were kneeling SOBs and suggested they should just leave the country. That's just where we are right now. So you could sidestep that, right, by having not black versus white. How about just a little celebration of the Latina superwoman, right? And nobody could possibly say that anybody's being exploited here. When anybody is concerned about the objectification of women or the exploitation of women, well, now I'm on your side. But anybody who's suggesting exploitation of J-Lo or Shakira, you're just clueless. Like, they are international walking, talking conglomerates. They are girl power to the nth degree. They're not doing anything or wearing anything or gyrating anything that they don't want to do. Seriously, they're the ones with the leverage. There's no exploitation. It's the opposite of exploitation. They're making the rules, and they are mega gazillionaires by doing things their way, especially at this stage of their career. There's not an ounce of exploitation there. Objectification is one of those beauty is in the eye of the beholder type things. They're saying they're celebrating their Latina superwoman culture. And if you don't understand that, well, maybe you could do some research and become a more informed person. Doesn't mean you have to like it, but you could at least try to put yourself in somebody else's shoes for a change, and you might be less likely to be angry about something just because you don't understand it, which is filled in these 1,300-plus complaints. Those themes are just overflowing there. When the NFL uh, partnered with, is it Rock Nation, Jay-Z's group? All right. Rock Nation does not represent J-Lo, but Rock Nation does represent Shakira. So again, you're talking with Jay-Z. Jay-Z is a man of color who's trying to help the NFL get past these black versus white divisive issues. Lo and behold, 
Jay-Z offers up Shakira. Lo and behold, she's accepted. And that group, Rock Nation, along with the NFL, has a partnership that is designed to kind of bring people together, that is designed to reduce the tension sometimes between NFL players and the NFL owners or NFL headquarters. So none of this was accidental. None of it. South Florida, Colombia, Puerto Rico, Latina superwomen, avoiding black versus white in Super Bowl 54, right, for the most part. It all happened for a lot of reasons, many of them worthwhile reasons. And I guess one way of looking at it is if they had 1,312 complaints, that means that 100 million other people were watching and at least didn't formalize their complaint if they had one. 1-800-849-2761. I know not all 100 million who didn't file a complaint were happy. We got a lot of their calls here at the David Glenn Show. 1-800-849-2761. College basketball. More on the NFL, including Cam Newton's future, J-Lo and Shakira, and the FCC complaints. And did you know that Aaron Rodgers, J.J. Watt, Bobby Wagner, and Russell Wilson are among the high-profile NFL players voting no on a proposal from NFL owners that would assure labor peace all the way through 2030, meaning 11 more NFL seasons from now. More on that story with more of your calls. Rick Bennell later on the NBA and other things. We're glad you're with us on the David Glenn Show. If my low and away curve that barely paints the black so frequently that nobody can hit it, you're going to tell me I got to throw change-ups, fastballs, and sliders all the time? Oh, it's too difficult to hit TTG's <laughs> low and away curveball. Wah, 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 wah. You're listening to The David Glenn Show. Hour two will include Rick Bennell of the Charlotte Observer on all things NBA. Could LeBron actually catch Giannis and win yet another player of the year award? Could Zion Williamson of Duke catch Ja Morant and actually win the NBA Rookie of the Year award? And did you see that Hornets guard Malik Monk is now suspended indefinitely? This is without pay, remember, for violating the league's anti-drug program. There are not many such indefinite suspensions. Some of the guys who get them never return to the NBA. There are other examples, of course, where they do make their way back. The Hornets are not relevant because they're so far out of the playoff picture. But that is a guy, remember, they spent a lottery pick on a couple years ago. If you want to lose sleep, go back and look at who was selected after the Hornets took Malik Monk in that draft. If you like the Hornets, it's going to be a stake through your heart. Rick Bennell, 35 minutes from now on all sorts of NBA. Back to your college hoops and NFL phone calls. Will we have 11 more years of labor peace in the NFL? Players are voting right now, and while some stars are saying no, they expect more yeses. Ruffin McNeil, welcome back. I know we'll always be a huge part of you and your family. You know, this will be my last coaching stop. After this, yeah, maybe join you in a radio show or Amen. do some of that. Yeah. We'll, but, be, we'll uh, be doing some remote shows from your boat in the middle of the Caribbean somewhere <laughs> if I have my way. You're listening to The David Glenn Show.